Hello, everyone. It's the In a Nutshell podcast, episode two. We made it to episode two. This is Alex Shellnut, your host, and my good friend slash most of the time co-host, Drew Russ. Yeah, so we made it to number two, which is an accomplishment. And... That's me clapping. I don't know. That's how loud real that acoustics. Is. That isn't yeah. that isn't that's, a plug-in. That's a real clap. That's not CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah. So episode two, we made it here. Pretty stoked on the reaction for the first one. Yeah, I didn't uh, know anyone would want to subscribe to anything or hear me want to talk for longer than probably as long as you'd have to if you ran into me. But <laughs> I don't know. I've got some good reactions so far. Thank you for listening to the first one. If you did, and if not. This episode is going to be great. We got somehow we already got another great guest, Matt Griner from mm-hmm. August Burns Red. I promise we don't have a crush on him. It's he's no, just, it's it's platonic. But if we yeah. did, who can blame us? Really, yeah, really, right? Yeah, he's he's always a good. He's a, those guys are awesome because it's funny. Like I like how they uh, in August Burns Red, how they. Uh, well, I've gone a couple a couple tours with them as well. Did a couple music videos, and it's like I think it's a shirt where it's like angry music for happy people and yeah that's what it's like it's like they wear flip-flops what was it like abercrombie was their shit for oh, a yeah. while it's I, like, think, I mean they still wear flip-flops I yeah they, they rock it like i saw a picture of jb on on warp tour with like his like a van halen kick in flip-flops that takes some dexterity oh yeah and some practice you know I, that's okay a rule of mine is if i'm wearing flip-flops i don't talk shit to anyone because you can't properly fight someone why you're wearing flip flops? That's very true. Actually. You know, if I'm if I'm out somewhere yeah. like at a bar and some guy yeah. like some bro dude spouting off, and you can't I even flip- really run. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, in certain places, like I wouldn't want to run in a lot of places in downtown yeah. Orlando, like Broken Glass or, or downtown some, Ocala, or yeah, downtown anywhere. Yeah, downtown like, anywhere, yeah, unless you're gonna happen to get into a fight in a field. Of, yeah, I of, guess of like soft, fluffy grass <laughs> on a golf course. You yeah, could, you could probably maybe run. a golf course. Yeah. yeah. But still, you'd have to watch out for like ringworm. But yeah, anyways, they wear yeah they wear flip flops. That's kind of where yeah. that went. Yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> if you're still listening, we're talking about August everyone. Burns Red and flip flops. August flip-flops. Burns Red, they love the flip flops, and I love it. So yeah, so that was a, I wasn't on the phone call, but I listened to it, and uh, you guys are in for a treat with a capital T R. He's just a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so what else have we been uh, checking out? So it's been like a week since we did our last one. Any new music, movies you've been checking out? Uh, yeah, I finally got to watch recently The Isle of Dogs. That oh. new, And I, I, anyone who knows me knows I'm not really a movie person. I know that sounds like a psychopath mm. thing to say, but I'd rather watch a bunch of episodes yeah. of the same story and you can actually get the whole story than slamming it all into a and yes. hour and a half to three hours it's like there's so many questions i don't want to wait two years to find yeah so so anyway some people are more add than others and having it's said fine. that i get a lot of shit about it but yeah, i love dogs, dogs is probably my favorite movie i've seen in the last three or four years it had yeah. you laugh you you tear up a few mm-hmm. times the stop motion and the way it's shot is incredible did you like it's, fantastic mr fox oh absolutely yeah, yeah i'm a fan of anything wes anderson i know it's like cliche as like a filmmaker kind of person be like oh I love what but his his stuff is the shit like yeah, the way those he, two movies weren't they definitely were wes anderson style but it wasn't as weird and kind of like yeah everyone could watch those two movies yeah. like i understand when i was younger i watched some of the wes anderson movies like royal tenenbaums yeah and, that's a that's a hard one some of those and i didn't get it or like mm-hmm. it then but then rewatching them later i yeah. don't know why i like i don't i don't know maybe my humor has changed but the isle of dogs or fantastic mr fox yeah. both are like perfectly wes anderson where everything everyone could watch it and it's it's great yeah his, his blocking and attention to detail and like it's crazy especially for stop motion that stuff's hard anyways oh, yeah. for and him to make like put that much work into it i was like oh, yeah. I, I, I was watching it halfway just like enjoying it as a you know viewer but then uh, like had to turn my like filmmaker side off to be like oh god how do you do this and that <laughs> you know because sometimes i'll just start thinking about the recipe yeah and just not enjoy the meal you know what i'm saying dude that was that was a good metaphor <laughs> yeah i'm full of them you like, know? sometimes <laughs> sometimes um Anything you've been watching or listening to recently? I know you're constantly scouring the web for the newest, hardest, sickest bands. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have, I, I think I watched Isle of Dogs last week too. So funny you brought that yeah. up. But yeah, I've been, um, not the newest release, but I have been jamming uh, Power Trips last album. 
Yeah, I feel guilty. You sent it to me a while ago, and I started to listen to it. Then I saw a squirrel or something, and then I forgot that <laughs> my ADD kicked in, and I completely forgot. Dude, it's awesome. It's it's basically it's like it's a lot of those bands. Like I think sometimes like just especially metal bands, they just get caught up in sounding like retro, and they sound like they're clearly like a thrash crossover band. Yeah, but they sound like different. You can tell like they're doing it in an original way, and it's just like. You know, it's good for bike rides. I like that. I also have been uh, playing the new turnstile a lot. Oh, yeah. I was actually going to bring that up, too, because I slept on it for a minute and mm-hmm. finally, finally listened to the record. And it is definitely worth all the hype I've seen That's around exactly it and how much I've say. seen on the Internet. Because, I mean, a lot of times I see a lot of hype about mm-hmm. certain records and a lot of people post it. And a lot of times it is pretty good. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm open to all types of music, but. Yeah, that, when I finally checked out that record, I was just like, "Okay, I get it." Yeah, the hype's and there, man. The new video they have is just like every, they 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 know what they're doing. Yeah, they, exactly. They just get all around. So you, you can you know go into the specifics, but I just think they get it. It's, yeah, and I also like how um yeah, it's like this record's a lot more like cohesive, and I know that words thrown out a lot, but there's a lot of like random flourishes on it. Like they'll just do random like hand claps for I like. I think compared to their last <laughs> record, they've really their chord progressions have really gotten more. Um, uh, people always say matured. We really ma- matured as really, artists. Their sound is really matured, and it's really gone to a more progressive, just more avant-garde when it comes to the genre specifications. Yeah, and in layman's terms, terms, it's sick. Yeah, it's tight. It's and, sick and. And gnarly. this has been all things considered <laughs> with Ira Glass. <laughs> that wasn't actually Ira Glass. That was me. Yeah. Alex. Well, fooled me for a second. <laughs> Yeah, Anything I mean, else we can get to? Uh, um, any We can go on a million paths. About. Yeah, go on a million paths. I've been listening to those two a lot this last week, and then while like riding my bike, and then also, did you check out Kids See Ghost? The Cuddy, Kid Cuddy and uh, I started album? to, and no. I... How you, what do you think about it? I, I this, A lot of Kanye stuff and Kid Cuddy stuff I have to listen to a lot, mm-hmm. a lot before I really... Stuff starts to grow on me. So first listen, I was kind of just whatever, but I think if I... If I listened to more of it, it'd probably grow on me. Like a lot of artists, kind of, a lot, lot of Kanye stuff. Aside from his last couple of songs, which we don't even need to talk about if yeah. you've heard it, it's just Odd. it's weird and bad. Yeah, but this I feel like it was good that they only did seven songs because on a lot of like Kanye stuff or Cuddy, Cuddy had a couple bad albums. Um, you know, subjective to whoever likes it or not. But hey, why you gotta blame the kid? <laughs> but uh, I think it was good they kept it to like you like short enough it, it basically skipped the filler tracks and yeah. i thought it was like i thought it was kid cutting i might like have back. to listen i might have to listen to He's, it again he kills it on it like kanye's cool on there He's, it's way better than his album i think and then like kid cutty sounds like way in the pocket i really like a lot of the lyrics they dove into so that's cool that's kind of like more of like a early morning album and then i get into like you know a word headbanging shit later also listened to the new Mad Ball yesterday. Once the espresso kicks in, you're just, all of a sudden the, the playlist starts just getting oh, yeah. heavier and heavier and <laughs> yeah. faster. And My cold faster. brew kicked in. I need some riffs. <laughs> so you just in. wind up on uh, the Locust. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> you just like you're, you get evicted like yeah. the next day. I said, I said coffee, not meth, man. Like, <laughs> it just hey, sell, it could progress there. Didn't one they day. sell like Coke mirrors for a time? They I don't know, a bunch man. Of I, I was never. They were definitely. I never saw him live, but no, I wasn't a fan. I don't know how they were ever a thing. I wasn't a fan. I like I like their what new they band. were doing was really like past their prime when it came to just some of the frequencies they would hit with with the feedback that was probably accidental. All feedback. All feedback. Yeah, not for me, but I do like. Uh, have you heard Dead Cross? It's like two of the guys from Locust, and then. Uh, Mike Patton from Faith No More, and then Dave Lombardo, the drummer Slayer. That sounds interesting. It's it's very interesting. It's I like it. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's pretty cool. It's just like a cool mix of stuff. I know some people that love it. You're but just it's like, like, whoa! I see what you're doing. I could like it, but I don't like it yet. It's like I don't I'll put get it, it yet. I love Slayer. I was never really a big Faith No More fan, and I really the Locusts are not for me. Yeah. But, I, wow. but I like them all together. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of cool. True. It's like just. Uh, out there yeah a lot of aggressive yeah i listened to uh the new mad ball last night they got iced tea on a song so it fits naturally oh yeah you know talking shit yeah iced tea can just like talk shit on a beat 
or a thrash album and it just works you know he's versatile you can get dusted with a musket twisted with a biscuit body with the shoddy that's was, body count though yeah that yeah, song's yeah. hard yeah I think Dusted with the Musket's my favorite one, though. Oh, yeah. Twisted with the Biscuit <laughs> probably, like, my favorite. Bodied with the Shoddy. Yeah. yeah. Those are all great. You but, can um, get bodied with the Shoddy. Twisted with the Biscuit. I like, I like how in his songs he just talks about stuff that annoys him, which I can totally relate to. And, I mean, think of how long he's been a uh, uh, cop, you know? Like, he's the longest, SVU, man. He's the you longest can... running cop on TV yeah. history. Think, Think of the shit ice. he's seen in those streets with those poor Dude. girls and or guys that have been raped. Yeah, Ice T does fake. whatever a, he wants. It's a documentary. Like, he started off, you know, a rapper. First, he was like an army ranger, I think he was. And then he was a rapper. Then he um, became an actor. And then he just does it. And then he's like, hey, I like thrash bands. I'm going to start a metal band. Then he married Coco. Get you a guy who can do it all. Yeah. Like Ice T, and he's sixty years old, still talking shit. That's an inspiration. When I think about, it, I want to do something oh, yeah. like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this or that. Ice T does whatever he wants. Oh yeah, you know. So, shout out to Ice T. You're a real one. So now that we've gone over a couple, you know, music and movies that we've been getting into, let's uh, dive into this Matt call. Um, Drew heard it. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? It's very polite. What? I really like about this though is like a lot of people think it's just gonna be drums and him like talking about whatever technical stuff. It really goes into people don't know like they're from Amish country up in Pennsylvania, so he doesn't live like a normal like stereotypical metalhead life. You know, it's just kind of just kind of interesting. You see what he's like, and he's and I learned some new things on the mm-hmm. conversation, and I think you will too. Related to some things, yeah. And I don't know. We just he's one of the, he's a good friend from touring with them. We've done it a few times. They're the best dudes, and me, me and him just uh, re- became really good friends over the last few years. So I figured he was a really good, uh, one of the first guests I wanted to have. And mm-hmm. obviously an incredible, incredible drummer. Mm-hmm. So here it is. All right. So what have you been up to? I haven't seen you since Self Help in San Bernardino, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot Did of the same. Tour, I think. Yeah, it's 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 been a lot of the same. We we just did the last seven shows of the Vans Warp Tour. Uh, I was gonna ask if you did all of it because I saw that twenty one or twenty day stretch online or something. I was oh, gonna geez. ask how that was. Yeah, but we I, uh, <laughs> we did, like, hopped on the part. Warp Tour at the very end of that twenty day stretch, and so oh, you know how it is. You're all excited. And <laughs> yeah. you're fresh, and you hop on the tour, and everyone else is like ready to go home. <laughs> It's like, oh, what's up, guys? Uh, don't I? I stink. I'm about to die of heat stroke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. You, right at the uh, was your was it till the end of it? Till the end of like Florida? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We did the last. We were scheduled to play seven shows. We got canceled. Our show got canceled in Jacksonville because of lightning. So we were scheduled yeah, yeah, to play at seven, <laughs> and around five o'clock they called it, and it just poured for you know hours um and of course they'll they'll still have warp tour in the rain (laughs) but the lightning lightning yeah definitely should not (laughs) but they shouldn't yeah yeah have you uh, i saw today you were uh you posted something about uh drum lessons and stuff and if anyone's listening and if they are i'm sure they also know who you are and they're probably a drummer so if they (laughs) want those how could they do that (laughs) yeah i so you know those kick drum practice pads that Gibraltar makes that have like the black, um, yeah, yeah, like the padding kind of thing. Yeah, it's the like black a, padding. It's on a mount. I I've been I've been using mine for a number of years and it broke. And so our tour manager Josh is really handy and and he actually fixed it on tour with paracord. Oh, nice. Right, and so yeah, he's, a cra- um, he's he's a cra- he's like the hiker. Yeah, he like hikes a lot and stuff, right? Yes, he's super, like, he, he's, he's the yeah. he's the <laughs> outdoorsman, scout, probably. So, yeah. As soon as it broke, I said, "Well, there's no guitar center within 100 miles, and I have a lesson in 20 minutes." So, I had him come and help me. Well, it needed a better fix in the long run, so I fixed I fixed it. This I just kind of rigged something up this morning, and I'll be teaching on the next tour we're doing with Parkway Drive, which starts in a week and a half. Um, it's a full U.S. tour, and I'm offering drum lessons in the afternoon because I enjoy teaching, but I especially hate just sitting around not doing anything. So um, it helps fill up the Same. day. 
That's kind of why I started this podcast. <laughs> We've been home for a while. And yeah, you help awesome. other people pass time in their workday too by doing the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, if you ever want to come to Florida or next time, I could uh, probably use a drum listener too. It's been, it's been a <laughs> Whatever. minute. <laughs> Whatever. I remember watching the old Warp Tour when you guys had your had the coolest production on the whole tour. Kevin Lyman says no to everybody as far as production, and then here he shows. No to us. Here comes a day to remember with all five of their heads blown up on top of the stage. <laughs> that was uh, the funniest part about that. Is the first like probably after like two or three days or the first production day i think it was in like dallas it was like 110 or something but we're just walking around saying hi to everyone that we haven't seen in a while and every single person and other bands would be like hey yo yo your production is so sick but like that's not gonna be like up there the whole day right like <laughs> and like just like kind of like kind of throwing shade thinking we would actually like have that up through the rest of the day and we're like no like oh, no <laughs> Well, you know what? You guys were the draw. So I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Had you been like a local, like a, a band's, you know, band's first trip on Warp Tour. First of all, you wouldn't have been on that stage. But second of all, there's no way that would have been, you know, permitted. But it that was cool. That would because, have been even tighter. Because everyone was there to see you guys anyway. That's not true. <laughs> was a lot of, what year was that? Um, 2011. Oh, 11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Tomato. Yeah. In 2008, <laughs> you was, you guys and us were on the tour as well, and we played on the amphitheater stage, and yeah, Katie like Perry was on punk. it that year. Yeah, that was a trip. That was crazy. And she would, she like, dating. she'd go on stage, like, right after us some days, and I remember one time her band was watching us. We finished. You know how it's a, a split stage, so we would finish, and she would start, and she got up on stage one day. She's like, who here likes breakdowns? And of course, a lot of our crowd was still there because we yeah. just finished playing, you know, composure or whatever. And yeah, and they're like, yeah, you know, a couple people are like, yeah, we do. And she's like, we don't have any of them. I'm Katy Perry, and she went right into um, I kissed a girl. I kissed a girl. <laughs> yeah, that was like the right after that song. Like, uh, I think she committed to Warp Tour like right before that song came out because I saw the name on the flyer, and then like in between that and the month after when Warped Tour started, it was like the number one song in the country. And it was just like, she was on still on the side stage the whole time. It was <laughs> pretty crazy. I forgot she was even on that. That was, that was crazy. That's when you, uh, you had the gnarly beard and I was too intimidated to talk to you for like half the tour. I think <laughs> I was like, this dude looks like he's got an ax in his back pocket. And he's gonna, I did. <laughs> it's a good thing. He didn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably, you're, yeah i actually probably you're probably not even joking <laughs> <laughs> no i had a chainsaw actually not an axe oh, man I, w I wish i knew a, a way to have adam strung in here uh as well because there's a couple funny things i wanted to talk about with him and you oh my gosh it's I'm constant <laughs> laughter with adam that's for sure he's the best and i'm still gonna leak that uh shirtless photo of me you and matt from I bring me one day, whether you like it or not. You should put that picture up as the cover on this podcast. Wait, you're actually gonna let me post it now? Absolutely. Oh man, that's tight. Cause yeah, I remember when we did it. You did not want. You're like, no, don't, no, you can't post this. You like pull me aside. You're like, yo, I know it's funny, but don't, don't post this. I'm like, dude, if anything, me and Matt should be the ones. Well, at least me. No shade to Matt. I was like, I, I look like, I look terrible without a shirt i'm like you look like a abercrombie model i'm like chill out man <laughs> that's so, awesome but yeah i will post this as the cover that's great that's that man. is for sure you have to do that i i actually was just going through my pictures on an old hard drive which was such a pain in the butt i have to dig up old pictures from constellations era because yeah. we are talking about doing a 10-year tour for that record and oh, nice. we're putting together a photo book for it. So, of course, you have to go back 10 years. So, anyway, I find those pictures. And, of course, <laughs> I sent one to you, a screenshot to you. And I thought, you know what? I should send one of these to Sarah at um, Sarah Hagen at Zildjian. She'll get a kick oh, out yeah, of it. So, true. I sent it over yeah, to cause... her. Her response almost immediately was, wow, that's awesome, exclamation um, mark. Was that just taken? 
And <laughs> I, I thought that's she was pretty, kidding. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome, at least. That's awesome. I was like, yeah, oh that gosh, is awesome. She's, she's that, not that kidding. Photo, that's awesome. She thinks this photo was just taken. That picture was taken, I believe, in two thousand and ten. Yeah, it was a, it was a definitely a few hot minutes ago, at least two or three hot minutes ago. Yeah. So Sarah Sarah still thinks we look young, Alex, which is good. Yes, like fine wine, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Something like that. So that photo you sent me is your uh, yeah. You and Matt are framed in my mom's house on her wall because that photo's up there. So your mom has that picture house, framed. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, not like big. It's like a twelve by eight. But every time I go there, I I just I get to see you guys. It's like you know seeing some old friends. That's big enough. <laughs> in fact, twelve by eight's too big. It should be like five by seven. Wow, dude. <laughs> Is that shade to us or <laughs> no? It's shade to me. No. Okay. So that I don't know whose idea it was to take our shirts off. The picture would have been. I think it was probably Adam. I could see. It definitely wasn't mine. No. Oh, I think it probably it was, wasn't because they had that that crazy bench. It was in Switzerland. They had that crazy hand carved like out of a ancient tree that like bench that was like turned into a bear. It was the craziest like bench thing. That right. We're sitting on. And then maybe that just made us want to take our shirts off. I honestly don't remember. Well, we wanted to be manly. <laughs> so the picture would have yeah. been totally fine. You know, Vic Firth promo. We're all Vic Firth artists. It was Matt Nichols yeah. from Bring Me the Horizon, uh, yourself and myself. And so we, I think we did take a couple pictures with <laughs> our shirts on. And then, <laughs> and then Adam yeah. probably said, hey, this isn't <laughs> yeah. exciting enough. Take hey your guys, shirts um, off. Could you, uh, could you, hey, hey guys, um, I think it'd be better with your shirts off. Do you guys mind? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and we're like, like okay, that. let's do it. Yeah, sure, and then why we not? took the yeah. picture and we were all pumped about it. Yeah. And then yeah, the one there's one where I have like I'm wearing like Tom's uh jeans, no shirt, a gray beanie, and like these sleazy looking sunglasses down to my nose. And I look like a like a DJ in Miami that sells like Coke or something like that. <laughs> I'm like and like I just have this bird chest with this awkward like like uh, chest hair. I'm like, man, why did I do this? But you know, hey, that's at least you had chest hair. I, I was, I was too concerned with my looks that I was at that point shaving my chest hair, I don't which in my opinion, is after, so much worse. After, yeah, uh, I'll post the picture and uh, we'll, we'll see which one of us. Uh, yeah, but that's another story. Have have those listening go on there and check it out and, and see. Yeah, who looks we'll do a poll. I don't think yeah. it's you. I, I think it's, and I don't think it's Nichols because he always looks good. I think it's probably shaved chest, you know, weirdo me in the middle. <laughs> how, how long has it been since you've seen that photo? I, <laughs> yeah, a day, but that's that's not long Agreed enough. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I also wrote down like two or three random, re really random questions before this is over. Before I forget, because I do forget a lot of things, and you know that. So, if you had to choose your favorite, like if one fact or uh, farming equipment company would sponsor you, what would it be? If one, if one manufacturer of agricultural yeah. equipment wanted to sponsor me, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's an awesome question. Yeah, man, I just. In case I, you know, eventually own some land, I trust you. You, you know, <laughs> to work with the dirt. It's good info. Shana, yeah. you know me well to know to ask that question. Um, yeah, well, right. I have to say John Deere because they make everything. My lawnmower is a John Deere. Some of the biggest farm machinery, uh, such as our combine. Um, a combine is one of the biggest pieces of machinery on a farm. It. <laughs> It's used, a combine is used to harvest corn, soybeans, and wheat on our farm. We grow awesome. corn and soybeans. We actually stopped growing wheat a couple of years ago because it's, it's harvested around July 4th every year, which in Pennsylvania is the hottest time of the year. And okay. it wasn't a very profitable crop. And so we did away with it. Did you say wheat or weed? 
I'm just kidding. We, <laughs> um, we would be a very profitable farm if we were growing weed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going, my bad. So, um, so we grow corn and soybeans, and we we so we harvest it in September, October, sometime. It depends on the growing season. But uh, a combine is used to go through the field and harvest the crop. Um, in the case of corn, it takes the ear of corn off the stalk. The head of this machinery takes the uh, the ear off. It okay. it disposes of the stalk, um, and it takes the ear of corn through the machinery through a series of different uh, methods. It removes the kernels from the ear, so all you're left with is the kernel up in the hopper. So the so the combine oh, does man, that's crazy. three or four different that's awesome. things within seconds. I mean it's there are a lot of moving parts. It breaks down pretty often. But it is it sits it sits up a little bit higher than it if you could picture a like a monster truck. It sits okay. higher than yeah. a monster truck. So you feel like you're sitting on top of the world. The purpose of oh, that is awesome. so that you can look down on the crop as you're harvesting it. So every September, October when we don't have touring, I'm excited because I get to run our combine. Um, that's awesome. That's so, yeah, that's such a cool thing to do when you're, when, yeah, it's, it's very rewarding. Um, 90% of, of our farm or our farming is maintenance. In other words, you know, planting in the spring, harvesting in the fall. Those are the aspects people see and they think about with farming, but that's, that is not really what it comes down to because on grinder farms, all of our equipment is old, (laughs) (laughs) but it's John Deere. And like you're saying, it's still working, I'm sure, right? It's, it's still working. Our combine's John yeah, Deere, right. our tractors are Oliver, and if we bought a brand new John Deere 9500 combine, Alex, we would be we would be so far in debt, we wouldn't make profit for the next 10 years. I, I smell a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> and then everyone who donates gets a small bag of corn and soybeans. Soybeans. <laughs> A very small bag because they still have to, you know, still have to make money off. Yeah. Hey, I, <laughs> I think you're on to something. I, if if yeah, people man. are okay with that, it would benefit them absolutely zero in the end because they can't eat either of those. <laughs> Maybe I'm an asshole for not paying attention, but are you still doing the Griner, <clears throat> Griner Kilmer? No. Not doing. I'm not doing Griner Kilmer anymore. Um, Griner Kilmer is a drum company I started in 2011 with Caleb, who I don't think you ever. Got the chance to meet. Uh, I think I, I maybe just e met him. Internet met him. But, yeah. Uh, I, uh, through, yeah. I might have met him once, but I'm not sure. Yeah. My, uh, he, he's he's such a nice days. kid. He he's one of those guys. If you like, if you were um, you know out and about and you just ran into him, you wouldn't just like. I mean, even if he was a fan of your band and you talked about data, remember whatever, you would something about him would still stick with you, and you'd call him up on a Friday night if you were free. He, he's that that's awesome that kind of guy yeah. even though he's a fan yeah and everything those are undescribable reasons that you like you just have those people where you're like i don't really know why but i just like talking to this person yeah exactly yeah. that's caleb so that's awesome. and he's really skilled so his dad owns a furniture repair shop and in 2011 he came up to me at church we were both leaving church at the same time halfway through because we didn't like what the pastor was saying <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we were in the lobby, <laughs> okay. and, he, and and he's like, "What are you doing out here?" So um, I'm heading out. He's like, "Yes, so am I." You didn't like that either. I said, "Nah, I'm leaving." And he's like, "Yeah, I, I didn't either." And we immediately just started talking about drums. Oh, that's awesome. And he he told me that he built a <laughs> snare drum out of uh, drumsticks. And um, oh man, that sounds very like. I mean, making a drum. And making it sound good is hard enough, but right. making it with drumsticks. It was made out of drumsticks easy. that he had played uh, with, and and they were thrashed or half broken. So he's like, I gotta show you this thing. So he, so we met up like a week later, uh, exchanged phone numbers, met up a week later, and he said, Here it is, check it out. This snare drum is so cool. It's it's the coolest looking, like most unique, uh, yeah, I mean, design. Just because it's it's yeah. it's not a. It's not a traditional show. It's impressive on a like on a lot of levels. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't think I've seen a photo, but it sounds like it would look crazy, and it sounds like it would be very tough to make that. Very tough to make. And so um, <laughs> I said, "Hey, do you know how to make, you know, other types of construction? Do you know how to construct another way? You know, maybe if we're using segmented or stave construction." He said, "I think I can figure it out." 
So um, he said, that's that, you know, let's try come up to the shop and we'll try it out. So we started off, I was on Warp Tour and I left for Warp Tour and he called me. He's like, I think we should form a company together um, because I, I, I'm, you know, I'm really into this and you just kind of spark this fire inside of me. I'll make a bunch of drums when you get home. Uh, you can, you know, come over and check it out. So I got home from the tour and before I started the company, I told him I want to, you know, learn everything there is to learn about it. I'll work in the shop for three months and that way I know what's going on. And then I'll take on sort of the marketing sales approach and he can do the construction. And, um, so we formed the company and we, we built a lot of drums, uh, over the course of our seven years as a company. But as you know, man, that was seven years, man, that, that's great. Seven man. years. Yeah. It seems like it was a few years ago when you, when I, when I got that one snare from you that I still every now and then set up to get some samples from. Yeah. It still sounds great. That snare's sweet. That's crazy. Um, was that long ago. That's yeah. the coolest thing we got to do. We got to build a snare drum for <clears> you, <throat> which, uh, Caleb really wanted to do. Um, and we were able to do that pro bono um, for a couple other people like Aaron Spears. Um, oh, that's sick. So yeah, just in and of itself for, you know, for Caleb, here's a small town kid who works in his dad's wood shop and he's getting the chance to meet some of his favorite drummers. Oh, and yeah. it was really cool for me, of course, um, to see that. And in the end, it just came down to the fact that there's a million and one drum companies um, and they're oh, yeah. all definitely, they're all bidding for the highest, um, yeah, and they're all like massive, and they all, you know, like they've been around for a while, and so it is kind of cool on another level. It's kind of like crazy that it's like it, like if if you know if I met someone that like showed me this drum they they made just like you and another person and heard how good it sounded and be like, you know, that's there's a lot to that. I feel like there's not a lot of people that can just do it and do it well, like are that good at like carpentry or whatever else. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Caleb, you know, maybe one day you'll, you know, get to see him again. He's 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 kind of moved on, but in in the end he got married, had a little girl, and he said I can't do this anymore. He was getting paid $5 an hour. Oh man. That is all we could pull man. off. I invested 18 grand in the company over the course of our our business and I got most of the money back out, but I never took a check for it. Yeah. When I was doing golden Eagle, it was, yeah, definitely. That probably some, resonates with the money. With yeah. Eagle. yeah. <laughs> but it was just, I see there was so much potential between both of both companies and just to see, you know, like how, it's just cool doing your own thing and then seeing it grow and then kind of just different things in life. Just kind of stop it without yeah. it really being like, it wasn't even really, yeah, it was kind of just like internal things for golden Eagle at least. And just life. Did you happening. shut down Golden Eagle? Yeah, it's not a thing ah. for a while. Yeah. So basically, the Golden Eagle shirt I have is worth a lot of money right now, right? Uh, I mean, at least two, two or three bucks. <laughs> two or three fifty. Two or three fifty. Maybe, maybe ten bucks. <laughs> with, with shipping. With shipping. <laughs> Overnight shipping. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's what I told our clients. I said, you know what? I said the drum set that you bought from us is worth more because we're no longer a company exactly and they're like oh sweet so i can sell it now i said you can do whatever you want to do but it's, <laughs> it's right well that's not really i mean i was i would hope you would keep it for a little bit longer and maybe play it but i mean shit right <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah if, if 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 you bought into grinder kelmer because you saw it as a potential investment opportunity we're not going to be friends anymore but i guess you can <laughs> well i guess it's also would be flattering but on another level it's like Damn, dude, just using me for some quick buck. It's like, hey, yeah, I should have said, well, at least you'll make money off of the company. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you at least like give me a ten percent of what you make off of it? <laughs> I'll take commission off of your resale of a used item that I made new and made no money off of. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, so you said your uh, crop crop season is coming up in September. I'm like severely holding you up. I feel like. <laughs> this podcast interview is really getting in the way i i, I should I know, be working yeah. on the combine right now but uh, i know i know <laughs> classic shell nut just gotta <laughs> insert myself and interrupt everyone else's shit <laughs> <laughs> no i am uh i'm not doing anything the farm season's really slow my my dad is i don't are your parents in their 60s 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, my my dad's sixty two, and he's slowing down. He's um. Yeah. That's tough work for those. He's slowing guys. down. Yeah, <laughs> farming's tough work. So he he's kind of passing it on to myself and my two brothers that are interested i have seven siblings did you know that about me oh man uh i think you did tell me that last time and i just remember i mean i guess having a farm that make that's a <laughs> makes sense that sounds uh, very economical right <laughs> that's pretty that's awesome free though. help that's a lot of yeah yeah you're never lonely so we're taking over but my <laughs> my brothers are used to me not being around i'll, I'll be on the parkway drive tour until the end of September, and then I'm flying to South America to uh, teach for Zildjian for three Oh, that's weeks. awesome. So I'm going to miss most of it. That's some two really cool things in a row, though. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. I'm really, uh, really, really stoked you agreed to do this. It's, it's been fun to dive into this whole weird world of podcasting. But Yeah, dude, I'm, 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 really, I'm really pumped you're doing this. I think the, the coolest thing about your podcast is that you're yourself on it, which sounds redundant and sounds kind of silly because no, that's yeah, the way I kind of came be. to that realization after, like I was telling you, just practicing it over and over. I'm like, man, this is hard to just try to be myself, but it's, you know, finally starting to get the vibe of it. And I have a bunch of cool friends that I know I can hold interesting conversations with. And I, you know, now after listening to podcasts for a while, I kind of get that sometimes it's good to just have like a distraction, some sort of background noise. It's cool. I I feel like on this podcast, I feel like I am backstage at a at the AB Club in Brussels, in Belgium, Belgium. <laughs> just hanging out with you, catching up it's because exactly. it's been five years since I've seen you. Yeah, that's exactly what I want this podcast to feel like. And anyone that's on it, all of any friend that I have on it, I want that to be the vibe because you know interviews are definitely mo- most of the time pretty fucking. Same questions, yeah. same whatever. I've never been asked <laughs> what farming equipment company I want to be sponsored by, so it's pretty atypical. <laughs> and and that came to me that came to me pretty quick, and I was like, you know what? That's probably something no one's asked him, and that's something I legitimately want to know. Like that's not a forced like thing. <laughs> like I actually want to know. Like I learned what a combine actually. I've heard the word. I knew it was a piece of farm equipment. Yep. Couldn't tell you anything. Like I couldn't tell you what it did. Next time you see green. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> next, <laughs> and I found out you grow weed on your farm. And, and, yes. So. <laughs> so next time you see green and you see weed, think of Mac Reiner. <laughs> oh, uh, every time. Well, every time I see a nice like tilled pasture, I think, oh man, I wonder what Griner would think about that. <laughs> <laughs> you should think. I wonder if Matt did that. <laughs> exactly. Well, that yeah. Either it's either or. But are you still um? Are you, are you still skating a lot? I know you had like a, didn't you have half pipe or something in your backyard? Uh, yeah, I was renting a place a few years ago that had this um, this half pipe that was, uh, it was full on from a skate park that closed down. So it was like, not just like a, you know, sketchily built, like a few friends came over with some beers and built some janky ramp. It was like, I get the landlord had it moved from some skate park and it was like 30 feet wide, five feet tall with like a six foot extension. I would just, would just go back there and pump around and just you know i was never bored but jeez that's awesome yeah, I, I i skate a little bit now um not too much you slow down to get hurt yeah and it's been so hot lately <laughs> i started getting back into it a little then summer hit back in and i'm just like man i might die <laughs> if I stay out here. it's thick i was thick thinking about you uh last week i um there, I built a skate park in one of our barns about 15 years ago. Oh, what? Yeah, that's sick. I built a skate park. I had do that back here. I had a couple <laughs> buddies, like, well, actually, Josh, our tour manager, and Kip, our merch guy, um, who I think you know both of them from touring over the years. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. they both skated, and I think Josh rollerbladed. But they, we spent so many hours in there building. We built a quarter pipe. We built uh, a couple fun boxes. Josh had a rainbow rail in there. Oh, that's um, awesome. But anyway, last week I went in, my brother just bought the farm, that, you know, part of the farm property and I felt terrible about it still being in there. So I called Kip up. I said, Hey, come over, grab anything you want. I'm tearing everything apart and taking it to the land, um, to the, the, um, the transfer station. So I went in there and just like, you know, relived 
my youth just like tearing oh, apart these rails still, and damn, pipes damn. and stuff and just i mean just the smell of being in there yeah i met dude i miss i miss having i just recently like a month ago um ramp tech makes these uh like these kits that you get them it's actually like pretty quality stuff and it's like pretty cheap mm-hmm. and i got it this little uh this quarter pipe and it's got casters on it so you can it's like a two foot tall quarter pipe and uh I just like bring it around to random like parking lots and stuff that are smooth. And it's just me and my friend will skate for a little bit. It's so fun. I just like, even just that, it was just going up and doing little like rock to fakies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so fun. Do you remember when Warp Tour had a skate park? Oh, had- oh yeah. Did they used to have like, I think a long time ago, even before I even went to one or played one, um, they had like BMX jumps and stuff too, right? Oh, like dirt tracks and stuff. I uh, I so wrong, wish they but... still did that. That would be so much more oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, I I definitely am bummed that that was a thing that didn't. I have a very like, distinct memory of years. watching you guys or, or sort of listening to you guys play at Warp Tour 2011 while there were guys skateboarding on ramps. It might have been 2008. I don't know that they. It was yeah, either... when I think Warp Tour, that's what I think. I think it was either 08 or 11, but dude, that, that just completely, that completely amplified the value yeah. in that festival. Um, for yeah, me personally. Me, yeah. Oh, same to me when I, the first time I went, I think I was in like sixth or seventh grade and that they obviously had the, I think it might've even been a, no, it wasn't a full half pipe. It was still a mini ramp, but like to me as like skating was like cooler to me than music at that point. And so that like that alone to me and the music I was into, was like, it was just the, everything i wanted to be a part of right like, yeah this is so sick that was so cool and i realized it probably wasn't sustainable because there were already so many moving parts on that tour it's it's no burn to yeah, yeah. no burn to and insurance r- and, and insurance rates probably over the years kept going up because everyone likes to sue everyone Ugh. so there's just like yeah let's not if someone gets hurt on this ramp sneaks on there <laughs> with their skateboard and breaks their arm and sues, sues me for a million dollars or something <laughs> have you ever broken a bone skateboarding Oh yeah, I broke my ankle. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I broke my ankle. Yeah, my friend had to carry me. It was in like the worst part. Uh, yeah, the worst part was is I was at the skate park all day with my friend, and we I was like killing it all day. Didn't fall like once. We went back to his house, got out his little flat bar in his driveway, and I waxed up the rail because I was just you know feeling myself feeling my beans that day and I just you know go up and hit this really fast board slide and at the very end of it you know fly back my you know my foot goes one way I go the other way and it just you just heard the doosh, like the it was like the pop and instantly just like three times the size it was awful like, <laughs> it was terrible you made it through the whole day and then you just were like I'm yeah push my luck a little yeah oh yeah Ugh. yeah, yeah okay. I I broke my ankle on tour in California, and my band, with the exception of our old bass player Jordan, was so mad at me. They didn't talk to me. Oh man! They did yeah, not talk to me. That's another reason. Oh man! So Jordan had to yeah. drive me in the van, the band van, to a gas station. He's like, "All right, you're going to need ice on that thing because it's already starting to swell, and it's it's probably just you know sprained, but you know we should get you some ice." So we picked up ice. We drove back to the venue. Um, I went up to the van. I'm like, Hey guys, you know, um, I wrecked on my board and my ankle. They wouldn't even look at me. They didn't oh, talk man. to me. I tried to warm up my, you know, my foot, my ankle, my leg was oh, just in awful yeah. shape. We played that show in Corona, California at the showcase and two more on the way home. And it was at, damn. so you, you like still played the show. I, like, I still I mean, played probably, the shows. Probably, Damn, that's wild. On the way home, there was a girl that I talked to who claimed to be in the medical field, and she checked it out. She's like, "Yeah, uh, I th- it's just sprained. How about you just take, just take like six ibuprofen and get a <laughs> shot of wheatgrass." That's exactly what she told me. <laughs> six ibuprofen and get a shot of wheatgrass. It's just sprained. Oh man! So I was gullible and fully convinced that this girl was right. So. I took half that many ibuprofen, but I remember going and buying a shot of wheatgrass from one of those like health places and <laughs> thinking I'd be all better. Well, of course I wasn't. Get home. It, I think it was about 10 days later. One of my friends is like, oh, Matt, you're still limping. That It's not spring. You should go to a doctor. And I, I told her, well, I don't really 
I don't go to the doctor when I'm hurt. I just deal with it. She's like, you need to go to the doctor. I think your foot's broken. So I went to a doctor. Oh man, that was bearded Matt, right? And I, I had a tour, I had a tour like two weeks later. And it, it, I mean, at that point, I mean, I'm sure you remember this. Oh, that's man. that's Dude, all you yeah, care about like, is getting back on tour. Yeah. So I went to a doctor and he's like, um, your foot's broken and you need pins. Oh, so you actually needed surgery. I, yeah, I didn't need... Oh, that's that's rough. So, yeah. Yeah, but... Holy shit. But I was like, no, 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 no. No, there's no way. I so, I so I walked out, and I went to another doctor. And the second doctor said, actually, we're just going to put a hard shell cast on. It started to heal already. It's been so long since you broke your foot. <laughs> Damn, dude. So, I, so they put a cast on me, and I did a month-long tour with a cast. Man, on my is, right foot. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's. I don't think I could have done that, dude. It was so disgusting. I I would put a um, I would take a clothes hanger. Oh, and you were playing shows, and that and that shit already smells so oh, bad. It's, it's even terrible. Even, I didn't even think about that. It's it smells oh, terrible. Gnarly, it's so itchy. Man. I would scratch it with a clothes hanger, right? You know, right oh, down God. there. Yeah. It would just get oh. so sweaty. And after the tour, JB's like Matt. We should sell your cast. I mean, everybody that just oh, saw no. you knows you were in a cast. No. So they cut it off my foot, and we put it on eBay, and we sold it. Did it still have that smell, or did you guys like? <laughs> it smelled how like much Febreze. Money? How, I have so many. It, but it no Febreze doesn't cover that type of no, smell. No, it did. It? You're right. It smelled like. I mean, there's been times where I've tried to spray Febreze on my feet when we were in a van and stuff, trying to get like. <laughs> If we didn't have a shower in a while, and it did, it didn't really work. It, no, it does. You're right. It, we tried to make it smell like Febreze. It smelled like butt crack. How much did it go for? I, it sold for like fifty-five dollars. I think that, that's the number I have. That's impressive. Head. That's impressive. Very. Now here's the weirdest thing. We were on tour like years later, and I was I was playing pool in one of the venues, and a girl and her boyfriend come up to me, and she goes, "This girl's like." Totally normal, nothing, like, she doesn't even look like she would be a fan of ours or anything. She just comes up out of nowhere. She goes, hey, Matt, you know, my name is so-and-so. I'm the one that bought your cast. Oh, and man. Like, did she have, like, those, did, what, what did her eyes look like? Was she, like, looking at you into your soul? <laughs> or, like, looking at your feet or something? Did she have, like, a weird, like, foot fetish? Is that the vibe you got, maybe? Because that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's funny. That's really funny. You just never know. And I said, so I said to her, why did you buy my disgusting cast? And she said, well, I knew my boyfriend, my boyfriend's a super fan and I knew he would really like it. So I bought it for him as a surprise. Damn. I hope they're still together because that is, that's tight right there. That is That is love. That's incredible. And all this bad news that's around today and all the things you see when you turn on the news, that's an uplifting story right there. <laughs> Love still exists. There's still hope in the world. Alex Shelma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to... Yeah, see? This story brings hope. People are still farming. People are still farming. Po- you know, they're still farming, if you didn't know that. And there's still love out there. People still love each other enough to buy disgusting, butt-crack-smelling casts from drummers and... <laughs> Surprise! I can only imagine what that smelled like because I know what after I got my cast off what that smelled like and I definitely was not touring or (laughs) doing anything that crazy I mean I'm sure it sweat a little because you know we're in Florida but it wasn't like that (laughs) yeah it was foul and so you like couldn't use your ankle though so how did that work with like the pedals uh it wasn't fun (laughs) I wasn't good (laughs) not a fan I just made it 10 out of 10 wouldn't do it again Oh man! If I broke my ankle and had a cast, I would say, "Okay, uh, find another selling drummer." Selling the farm. <laughs> I'm selling the farm. <laughs> quitting the band. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> or, or I'd be like, "All right, I need to find a country band to play for because metal is way too hard." Yeah, just learn lap steel or something. You don't have to stand up. You can just while your ankle heals, just learn that. And then, or piano. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? The you know, the work we put in. I think I think you guys I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I remember talking to Jeremy um about it 
you guys have a song that really sums up touring in a van and trailer and just just working hard as a band 10 months out of the year i remember yes oh that yeah that uh we just actually did a acoustic thing where i played a what's it called a cajon, cajon. on our last tour that was a trip but yeah that song i do like that song that a lot. that is yeah. i know it's i might not be held in a popular light for this but that is probably my favorite song by you guys and it's it's weird i don't like when oh, i listen cool. to music yeah, it doesn't usually resonate with me lyrically it's just the lyrics are kind of whatever but oh, same. Yeah, i like the same. music i don't really care about the lyrics but for that song it's like no one understands what you and i did in the music industry as kids unless you've been in a band and that's no harm or foul to anybody else no fault of anyone else yeah. it's just a very unique experience but that song oh, yeah. sums it up really really well yeah well that's yeah that's that's definitely a different one when people say the uh, favorite of ours, but that's really cool. It's it's definitely like not hearing, a crowd like favorite of the day to remember, but yeah, definitely the acoustic one slaps though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. Thank you, dude. That's yeah, rad. I agree though. It uh, definitely is an interesting lifestyle. Yeah, I still. I mean, yeah, we both. I mean, I mean, I, I remember seeing you guys in Ocala even like a couple months before I even joined this band uh, when you guys were on tour with barrier dead and terror yeah that was our first Death tour for dishonor yeah and uh i think yeah drew's band seven star was supposed to play that show but they got stuck somewhere else i don't know why i remember it so vividly but drew was, was in seven show. star I think that's why yeah he played bass i didn't know that you didn't i should have asked for his autograph yeah he's a hardcore legend obb ocala bad boy <laughs> he's that wasn't sarcasm. He that, that band ruled. Seven Star is great. Seven Star is sick. Oh yeah, but yeah, dude, I really appreciate you doing this. Like, uh, think we got a lot of cool stuff, and I knew you'd be a good first, uh, like band homie friend to have because we've definitely had a lot of dumb but also good conversations. Totally. <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot of touring together. It's <clears throat> yeah, it's cool. I definitely, I definitely don't see you enough, but um. But you starting a podcast was, you know, a good reason to get to get connected again. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was the main reason I was stoked for this too. I was like, man, I haven't talked to him in like probably was that half a year ago at the whenever yeah. self help mm-hmm. was self help at least yeah yeah those uh you guys are definitely one of my favorite bands band wise and just homey wise so oh that's awesome yeah hope hopefully um hopefully we'll get to see uh. You know, see each other on stage again here soon. With Warp Tour going out, um, we'll we'll see what fills its its spot. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The only yeah, we're still home for like the rest of the year, and because um, Jeremy is or not Jeremy, uh, sorry, Neil's getting married in a few months. Josh is getting married in a few months. Uh, Dang. Jeremy had his had his baby at the end of last year, so this is like our first like real break. Real break, and we're like, you know, we're working on some stuff, but. We're not going to be like playing shows or touring for a little bit, but um, we definitely have some cool shit in the works. That's cool. Good. I'm, but, yeah, so I'm, if I do see you soon, it would be you guys in Orlando, which hopefully does happen. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. Hey, if you want to, um, if you feel like heading out of the house, which um, when this invitation sent my way, I it's you know it's nice to be home, and I'm pretty busy at home, so. I don't usually take people up on this. Uh, I try. It's nothing, you know, personal. But um, we're playing, or I think Orlando or Lake Buena Vista or something with Parkway on this tour. So if you'd want to come out and just say hi or even grab dinner or something, shoot me a text. Yeah, that would be that'd be awesome. I definitely will. Um, okay. I definitely. I always see like post the day after a show <laughs> was here that I wanted to go hang out and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, I thought that was just UK, but yeah, I'll check out what date it is and I'll definitely. Yeah. Uh, that sounds awesome. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Well, it was good catching up with you. Yeah, likewise, uh, buddy. Yeah. Have uh, yeah, have a great day. Thanks for having me on this. I'm honored. It's cool. Of course. Well, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> good luck with the combines. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> So, yeah, there we have it. That was me and Matt Griner from August Burns Red shooting the shit a little bit. Drum bros being real bros. Exactly. Is that what we're going to call it? I mean, essentially. I mean, there's some non-drummers that are going to be on here, but naturally most of the people that are going to be on here are drummers because that's 
we all have the same problems in life, you know? Percussion pals. <laughs> so I started this podcast. No one takes me seriously. I play yeah. drums, you know? No one no one wants to take a picture of the drummer. You know? Hey, it's the drummer's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're just some guys that are big on things, you know? I'm not a drummer at all. I could play one drum at a time with one hand. I can keep a beat. You're a sin- Well, that's... I'm not a. You drummer. might not be a good drummer, but anyone who hits a drum is technically a drummer. All right, it. all right. I'll take it back. Well, yeah, I'm a drummer. You'd be anything you want to be, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, does it make you mad, like when people claim they're drummers when they're not real drummers? I don't. I don't think. Have so. you run into that situation before? Not really. I mean, I feel like anyone who is trying to play an instrument what i don't know how to define real but i know what you mean i feel like i hear i think i hate the term real anything like when it comes to a musician or artist or anything it's like if you like you're if you're making something that's music that's if you want to define real i mean just because someone is making a career out of it i don't know if that makes it any more real or not. It's just, I feel like people who have to say they are a real something, they're not really that. Or like know? It's like a compensation, like a guy who drives a really big truck or something. Yeah. Or like a real or trucker. Or if it's like, I'm a real <laughs> nice guy. It's like, yeah, it's like uh, well, you're probably not that nice of a guy. You know? <laughs> I'm a real humble dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, more, I'm probably the most humble dude you'd ever meet. Humbler than you are. Oh, yeah. yeah but right. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like saying separating a real something from not a real something is discouraging maybe subconsciously to a lot of it's like oh i'm never gonna be a real musician i'm never gonna be a real whatever it's like well not with that attitude yeah. <laughs> i guess that's what i meant people like, who like fake yeah. like fake it like that but then it's yeah like, i mean i don't run into it too often but i mean on the internet you always see a bunch of just negative like it's just yeah treated as like a competition of like who's a real drummer who's a i don't know if you're in terms of success or whatever it's mm-hmm. like i mean yeah there's yeah. everyone's a real artist in whatever they're as long as they're making something, as long as they're physically yeah. trying to, you know, making anything at all, like that's real. What are some other things that just get on your nerves then? Uh, what are some random things? Cause that's always a topic that could go a while. Yeah. I feel like a lot concept. of things bother me more than they should, <laughs> but I, yeah. I'm good at what letting is, things what is go. the most, what is the most minor thing that shouldn't bother you that really bothers you? Oh man, that's a good one. Um, hearing people chew is up there for sure. Or slurp. The sound of mastication. Oh yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I think uh, just like I'm with you yeah. on that. I think I I lost my affinity for cereal after touring so long. Oh and god, being in close quarters yeah. hearing everyone, especially like certain types of foods like Ugh. ramen noodles and shit. Like yeah, not yeah. I don't like mouth noises. Yeah, definitely. Especially um, when it involves milk or people who Ugh. don't clear or definitely way up there if someone coughs or sneezes and doesn't even make an attempt to cover up it yeah it, it, at all whether it's in a plane especially whether it's just pretty much anywhere it's like just cover your damn mouth just spray you know what you know what i have a pet peeve about sneezing i'm with you 100 percent. i feel like sneeze is a gross thing stuff's flying in the air you but you can't control it but it's up to you yeah to i mean even if it like sneaks up on you real fast you can at least like yeah. if you do it in your shoulder. Uh, yeah, just something. a shirt or, you know, at least make an effort. You know but, like, what I hate about sneezing is when I sneeze in public, I'm doing being polite. And people, bless you. Bless you. Like, I don't know you. Why are you blessing me? Why Why don't I say, excuse me, like if I farted. If I farted, just turns I say, into a religious me. conversation. No, I mean. No, I know what you mean. But, you know, I, I've been in public. So well, I hate it because it makes really me. bad allergies. And sometimes I'd have multiple sneezes in a row. I had it one time. I'd be at a restaurant. Some old lady. I was like sneezing. Like eyes are all watery. God bless you. Sneeze. God bless you. Sneeze. God, like, it's, like, it's valid for this you. whole. It's valid. Yeah. For, one is valid for this whole. If I sneeze so, twenty times, that one bless you, you know, will bless me for the rest of these sneezes. You know what I do in protest? Yeah. I don't say thank you because I want to discourage the she's practice. A, she's a nice little no. lady, man. Come on, like that. That tradition needs to die. It needs to be. A sneeze is way grosser germ wise than a fart. Think about it. A fart is unpleasant to smell. If well, it's someone else's, but a sneeze is spraying shit all in the air, unless it's a, a shark, then that's a different story. But if we're talking like a fart versus a sneeze, why is a sneeze elevated to a oh bless you? Because because it's the old a, urban legend that your heart stops when you sneeze. Oh God, who cares? Which I don't know if it's fact or fiction. It's probably all not. fiction. Yeah, you know. I think yeah, more. I hate that. I hate the fact that when I do sneeze, it's at least twenty five in a row. Yeah. Or 
like there's not just oh one sneeze i'm done like my whole rest of my day is ruined <laughs> like i look like i yeah. look like i yeah my face gets all puffy my mm-hmm. eyes get all red and i'm just like well uh also i think i get it i get mad too because i again i used to have way worse allergies in the summer and then if i'd fly right that's when i notice it the most because I'd have like a runny nose and I would like blow my nose in controlled environment, like into a, a Kleenex to take care of it. And I would like, it would make, it would sound like I was blowing my nose. I would get dirty looks and like people looking over at me. I'm like, Oh, excuse me. If I'd sneeze the same thing. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. It's like, I'm being responsible with well, blowing my nose and a sneeze is completely like, or you could look at it like, it. hey, this lady's blessing you. Think about all the people that didn't get blessed that day, man. Yeah, I'm jealous of them. Because I just don't want people to talk to me about something that, like, think about it. If you burp, I mean, I well, hate when people want to bless me. Well, they don't I'm just kidding. Bless I'm you. just trying to make you feel bad. Yeah, I don't feel You bad. said it was a little old lady, man. She's just trying to well, be nice. They need to drop it. They need to drop the habit because it's silly. And it's just, that's, that's a pet peeve. That's that's a real peeve. It's not a pet peeve. I'm trying to think. I know I I have a lot of things that really grind my gears. I mean, what else on airplanes then? Airplanes is, I feel like, pet peeve city. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I'm guilty of a lot. Like, I talk shit about people who fart on airplanes because, I mean, you know, obviously you're in this, like, gross recycled air. But, I mean, Mm. I'm not going to lie. I get pretty gassy on airplanes. And it's like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword it's like yeah it sucks because everyone's gonna smell it around you but at the same time there's no way that anyone's gonna know it was you that yeah. farted and it's mm-hmm. like man how long is this flight i'm not how gonna get up I, like to I'm, I'm about to start time. floating with all this gas in my stomach yeah. i gotta let it out and then as long as you don't make any sort of movement or mm-hmm. any notice of anything act asleep just keep yeah. watching the movie then it's all good yeah you just lean but back. i having said that I do hate when I s- smell someone else's farts, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Especially when they walk by and through the aisle and you're in a, or you're like walk through the, to the bathroom and you're on the aisle and it's like a really tall person <laughs> and it's just, you, you know, the physics, your nose is about <laughs> butthole level. It's, you know. Butthole level farting. Yeah. And also, man, I get also on planes. I'm talking about guys wear pajama pants on planes and it's like, Okay. Yeah, let them live. I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. But it's like you see a whole dick print all the time, and I don't know if this happens to you. Why are you looking there, dude? I'm not, okay. It's also, just jumping out at you. Does this sometimes? happen to you on planes with the elevation? Oh yeah, plane boners. Plane it's, boners, and it's always like on the descent when you know you're gonna have to yeah. stand up and get your bag. Yeah. The plane. Oh man, that's irresponsible. Yeah, kinda, to wear pajama pants. It in really. Public. Oh man, yeah, you're it's right. It's not cool. Anytime man. I wear gym shorts on a plane, I'm like, why oh, did I do this? Exactly. I know. I, and it's always it's like when I feel you're like I'm wearing the scarlet. It's letter. like when you're in class and you're waiting for the bell bell to ring and you're just like you know no boner for the whole entire class then you see that clock ticking like two minutes away and you're just like oh wow this is like morning like yeah it's like like i just woke up or like I, why do why is this happening to me i'm gonna have to stand up and cover my yeah or, know, or did this ever like, happen to you in school when it's like you know your hormones are going in middle school and you'd get random boners and then <laughs> the teacher would be like uh mr Sheldon, could you pass out these papers did it ever happen to you uh no but i did shit myself in kindergarten because <laughs> I was, it was like the end of the day and, I, and she was like hey can you can you come out and pass these out and i just remember i started to cry because i couldn't stand up and she was like i was like i can't i can't she's like alex i, I will never forget it obviously you'll never uh-huh. you never forget when you i mean if you, shit, you shit your yourself. pants yeah. and everyone had has to know but uh mm-hmm. yeah so i didn't when i finally she made me get up it just yeah, you you know that you can kind of put the puzzle pieces together. How did on the that class one. react? <clears throat> oh yeah, they the next day. Well, it was funny. There was the next day in school was the only day because we had to line up outside of the classroom uh, before the class. I walked up and everyone pointed and laughed at me. Whatever. Next day, I don't think I ever heard about it again. <laughs> like, it was kindergarten like attention Kin- capacity. Just yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. one day where it was hell, and they had to put on those you know the bat like the lost and found clothes yeah, yeah. that they obviously didn't wash. They just threw them into a box. I had to yeah. like change into those after just shitting myself yeah. and like oh man, I looked like a I don't know something. But 
Yeah, it, it's, I would. I wish the rest of the world could just get over shit like that. Like, yeah. if I shit myself now, it's gonna be on accident. And I don't want to. Yeah, it's like <laughs> no one tries yeah. to shit themselves. That's gonna be put on the internet for the rest of my life, probably. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, if it happens, might as well monetize it. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll vlog it. Yeah, vlogging. Something. Yeah, that's like Supreme Patty. He probably is gonna Dude, shit himself. Also, any day. if you're listening, to Supreme Patty, I think you're funny, and yeah. I want you to be on the show because yeah. You're a Florida boy, and you're fucking ridiculous. Just be careful with your eyes, man. Yeah, keep just, pouring all that yeah. stuff in it. Like, it's not going to end up well. Yeah, but so I think we had a pretty good show. Yeah, um, sure. Next, well, we're going to hopefully do one of these a week. Um, but you know, we just wanted to get some something out there for you since you guys actually liked it, and uh, we had some good guests in line. So we figured, might as well just. Hit while the hitting's good, or what's the, what's yeah. the term? That's probably strike not even while the, the term. iron's hot. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. hit while the hitting is good. Strike while the iron's hot. Means. You know, knead the dough when it's rising. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and we just hope that you know, if you're uh, cleaning the house on a plane in a car, just need some back. You know, yeah, maybe you're on a plane right now and yeah. you're looking at a guy wearing pajama pants, going like, "Don't come near me with yeah. your boner and farts right now." <laughs> exactly. Don't walk by me I with need. both, especially. Now, Definitely don't walk by me with <laughs> yeah, both, and yeah, all yeah. or all three. Think about it. You got to turn sideways to get past some some people, like a cart. Okay, you got a butthole blasting somebody in the <laughs> face and a boner weaponized. It could be. It's a don't wear don't do that on a plane think of the yeah, other true. people you know especially if they're like those like mountain dew pajama pants or like like something like that yeah so if you guys have any <laughs> questions concerns comments um go to a podcast or something at in a nutshell two t's one l dot com um yeah we're gonna try to have another show out next week but if not soon after that so in a nutshell drink more water be nice to each other and watch out for plane boners. Bye.